Netflix recently announced that they're going to release one new film on their streaming service per week for the entire year of 2021. Which do we think are going to be the best movies to come out? Find out on this special edition episode of the I'd Like Refund Podcast. Welcome to the I'd Like a Refund Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Ryan, joined as always by Cameron. Cameron, how are we doing today? Hello, I am doing very good. It's so nice to see you guys and to talk about movies. Yeah, we get to talk about movies we might actually like this time around. Woo! Joining us, as always, as well, we have Joel. Joel, how are you doing today? I'm all right. Packers lost, so that hurts, but... I'm sorry, buddy. Ducks won, so that was uh, an well, unexpected positive. So At least they can't lose the Super Bowl now. The Ducks? No, the, the Packers. <laughs> That's true, yeah. yeah. They won't lose the Super Bowl now. That's true, yeah. yeah. You'll be fine. The Padres but, will make another great trade. we could have the State Farm Bowl, so... That's true. Well, now the Bucks get to play in their home stadium in front of all the Florida people. Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a good time. I can't wait to see how that goes. I'm sure no one's going to get sick from that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, we're, but we're not a football podcast. None of us know it that well. We are a well, movie podcast. And in particular, today's movies we're going to be discussing come from Netflix. Netflix had recently dropped a trailer showing that they're going to release a new movie every week for the year of 2021, which is something that we very much appreciate after a year in 2020 with very few movies coming out. So the plan for today's episode, there are about 70 films that was announced by Netflix. Variety dropped an article telling us all the different ones, all the titles they had coming out. It's crazy. We're going to do something a little fun, though. We're going to do somewhat of like a movie draft. So we're going to go and pick draft our- Draft day? Draft day, starring Kevin Costner. Yeah, that's a great movie. Hey, I, I saw that movie in theaters. You don't know how excited I was to see a movie with NFL teams in it. I was so stoked. How quickly do you think he would have gotten fired, the actual GM of the Browns in that movie? Because he's just wheeling and dealing yeah, like I, a madman. I like how the Browns had first pick. That was, or were they first pick? <laughs> yeah, they had the first pick, and then they tra- no, yeah. then they they used it on Chadwick Boseman's character. Oh, and they everybody Chadwick. Ev- yeah, it's true. It's really no one sad. ever talked about draft day with Chadwick. It was always Black Panther. No one, everyone forgot the <laughs> best movie he was in, which was draft that's, day. That's so wrong. Neither of those are his best movie. <laughs> but um, no. And then they like traded. Uh, no, wait, they didn't have the first pick. Seattle had the first pick, and then they traded all of their draft picks to move up to the first pick, and everybody thought they were going to take the quarterback. But then he was talked. Kevin Costner was talked out of taking the quarterback because he found out that the quarterback had a birthday party and none of his teammates went. So he was like, I can't take this guy now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tough luck. So, so, it sucks to be a loser. <laughs> he traded all the draft picks for a guy that the team wasn't even going to take. They take a different guy. Was John David Washington in this movie? He was not. No, John oh. David Washington's in the He's TV in show Ballers. Ballers. Yeah. That's what, okay, yeah. That's what I was He's thinking. Ricky Jarrett in Ballers, which is, right. all, which is also a good show for like two seasons. Yeah, um, and in the last, did you watch the final season? Oh, you bet. Yeah, it was. It was. I was like, "What the fuck?" It was so bad. Like, yeah. I like. I obviously I'm a fan of League of Legends, but what was happening was just so cringy. Yeah, as soon as they brought Russell Brand's character into that show, I just kind of lost interest. Like, I still watched it 
um, because I like some of the actors like Dwayne the Rock Johnson and yeah. John David Washington and amongst others. But it was cool. The first couple seasons were like Entourage, but with football. Yeah, it was really <laughs> good. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, the first couple seasons. But like, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. was in. Uh, they had all those stars. He had like I'm a sorry, whole story. I, I, no one watched Ballers. I feel like I was the only one who watched. <laughs> no, Ballers. I watched it. Okay. I watched it too. Yeah, and I saw every episode. Um, <laughs> but speaking of drafting. In regards to how we're going to do things here for the Netflix movie draft, we're going to go in order one through three, and then we're going to snake draft it, which means whoever has the third pick will get two picks in a row. So we go three, two, one. So we're going to do that for four rounds, picking the ones that we think are going to be the highest rated films at the end of the year. How we determine the rating, we're going to take the Rotten Tomatoes critic score and the Rotten Tomatoes audience score, combine them together to create a point total. We'll add the totals for all of our films together and whoever has the highest point total is going to win. That's an right. extra an extra caveat that we're going to add to that because our main feed of episodes is about bad films. We are also going at the end to pick the film that we think is going to have the lowest rating on Netflix from all these movies and whichever one ends up with the lowest total score rating, that person who picked it will have an extra bonus 100 points added to their total. So five movies in all selected by each of us. It gives us 15 of the films of the 70 coming out that we're going to talk about in this episode here. So you guys ready? Does all that make sense? I have, Let's do it. I've been looking and researching, and I already know who paid off what critics, so I'm going to win this. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I just want to say, Wait. like, a, as we're recording this, some of these have already come out and might have some ratings you can still pick those no if you think yeah i was gonna say if you think that they might be i'll uh, say end up being highly rated i'm really happy the reviews came out for malcolm and marie because i would have chosen that movie <laughs> and that movie has bad reviews what were the total scores like, i think for them it's sitting at, at right i now? don't know what it's at, at rotten tomatoes i know in metacritic it's around a 55 but mm. like there are multiple reviews that say that movie just flat out sucks that's not good. Well, that comes out, what, in like a week or two? February 5th. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah, right around when this episode's going to drop. So that's good. Yeah. Um, I think we're all still probably going to watch it. I know, Cameron, at least you're going to watch it still. Mm-hmm. I'm for sure going to watch it. Yeah, I think Zendaya. we're all gonna, I think we're all going to see that one. Um, all right. Other than that, any, <laughs> any, any other? I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> it's okay. It's, too, it's part of your character uh, at this yeah, point. On your, everyone knows about it. It's going to be on your merch. It is. Uh, yeah, dude. Right next to the the first T-shirt we're gonna make that we already Zendio. have a design for that we can't talk about on this episode. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, any other me holding offering uh, Zendaya some simply lemonade. Okay, this is <laughs> all the merch has Cameron on it. We gotta do something yeah. about that. He's got I'm all the, the favorite. Merch. We should do an Instagram poll. Who's your favorite? Well, we did that with the post from the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood Photoshop, but Joel but that was different. Joel rigged it because he put his face on Margot Robbie. No, no, you no, no, no. You guys don't know the difference between a poll and a quiz because that wasn't a poll. I said, whose face is the best on here? There's only one correct answer. And if you voted, it'll tell you if you're wrong if you didn't pick Cameron. Cameron was the right only answer. Only two yeah. people Cameron were right. Was the, Cameron was the right answer. So if you didn't pick yeah. Cameron, then they were wrong. I'm also the right answer for who your favorite podcaster is. <laughs> I'll throw that in there. I'll throw that Monday. Yeah, when this the day this episode releases, the following day, which will be a Tuesday, I'm gonna I'm gonna make that poll. We'll make Joel's gonna win that one too. So I'm just gonna throw that out. There. I didn't well, win the, the last boy. one. <laughs> you no, you had the most votes, right? I'm almost positive most yeah, people voted for you. Well, he's the only person who thing. can make Margot Robbie look better. That's oh. oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. 
I love that we're getting all the pleasantries out of the way. When before I we watch get... Wolf of Wall Street, I think of Joelle's face on her now. That's a okay. little. That's a little problematic. <laughs> you right. should probably Why? move on. <laughs> yeah, let's let's get into this. Any other questions before we get started? We good to go? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Cool. Is there a prize for who wins? We can determine that at the end if we want. All right. So I have the first pick with this, and my first pick. Your is team going, is on the clock. Is is. <laughs> What's that? Da, 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 da. There we go. And then I'm going to actually, you know what? I'm going to take the full 10 minutes of time that I have. Go, just like go, the NFL go. does. Yeah, um, I'm going to know go- who you're going to pick already. I do. I've had this picked since I put the list together. Um, I know I'm, what you're going to pick. You want to take a guess? That'd be you're fun. You're going to pick. Don't look up. I am going to pick. Yeah. Don't you're look g- yeah, up. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Of course. That's I mean, the correct answer. I, so let so let me yeah. get into let me get into why I'm choosing. Damn don't it, look up. I was gonna pick that one. Yeah, no, that's the that's the clear in a way one where I was like that just drew my eye right. It was like, oh, this is gonna be yeah, this is gonna be good. This is like um, the Aaron Rodgers of QBs and fans. Oh, it's too soon, man. <laughs> they just lost a couple hours ago. Um, so here's a little. What we're gonna do is as we pick our movies, we're gonna give everybody a little bit of a rundown as to what to know because a lot of these are just very early announced. You may not know too much about what's going on with it so we'll give you a little rundown here so don't look up the story of two low-level astronomers who must go on a giant media tour to warn mankind of an approaching comet that will destroy planet earth now this may seem like a synopsis for a fairly serious movie and by serious i mean like deep impact and armageddon serious but it's actually a comedy and you might think that that's the case because the director on this is adam mckay adam mckay has put up some very notable films recently in regards to like Oscar buzz with the big short and vice, but obviously sucked vice is still an Academy award nominated film. I don't care. It's a terrible movie (laughs) that and suicide squad Academy award nominated. When you, when you talked about this con, uh, this uh, podcast, that was the first movie I thought of was vice. The first one you thought of was Mm -hmm. vice. Mm -hmm. I think vice is an absolute garbage movie and I hate it. That's tough. Well, it's a good thing you didn't get this one then since you don't like Adam McKay's movies. I do. I like The Big Short. The Big Short is great. And then like he flexed his comedy muscles early on. Anchorman, Talladega Nights, Step Brothers, and uh, the other guys. I think that's four for four. I think all four of those are really good films. Anchorman 2, it's whatever, but still Anchorman. Anchorman's great. The thing that really drew me in with this is this cast is just an absolute monster cast. So I'm going to run through the names real quick. Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, Chris Evans, Timothy Chalamet, Kate Blanchett, Meryl Streep, Jonah Hill, and then like some of the other ones. Those are like the major players. But then a couple other people showing up: Ron Perlman, uh, Matthew Perry, Ariana Grande. One of my new favorites, Himesh Patel. If you've seen mm-hmm. the film Yesterday, he was the lead in that. And then Tyler Perry. He was also in Tenet, for the record. I haven't seen he Tenet still. Tenet. Well, yeah. um, I'd say that's what he's more notable for. Okay, well, I'll watch Tenet Because it was a better movie. <laughs> oh, wow, bold. Um, and then round it out, Tyler Perry and Kid Cudi. So I think this one is, if this was going to be released in theaters, this would have been like an Oscar season, big buzz film, would have drawn a l- large audience. I don't see. I don't, I don't know, know about if it being Oscar, I, yeah. I think oh, so. Oh, see, I disagree. I do think it's I, I do think it's an Oscar. I am going to, um, I do feel like, it will be in potential conversations based on how good it is, but I feel like initially it ha- it's going to have Oscar buzz because Vice, even though it was a much worse movie than Big Short, I legitimately think Vice got in because of, um, because of how good Big Short was. Like if I'm being honest with you, 
I don't think if uh, Big Short existed, Vice would have been nominated for Best well, Picture. That's kind of what I'm getting at with this, though, is that I think Adam McKay's films have the draw at this point now where they're just going to be considered for the Academy Awards. They may not end up getting nominated, but they're always going to be in the discussion. Yeah, he well, that he was like – this is the craziest thing I, I think we've seen in recent Oscar history is like the movement of Adam McKay to – prestige pick film director just like instantly right isn't that crazy yeah, it is it's a big change they're like you see something by adam mckay they're like oh that could be an oscar movie the guy that did Step Brothers, exactly. definitely yeah why not exactly. um all right so that is the first pick in the draft joel you're going next all right so my first pick in the uh 2021 netflix films uh draft is sorry that was loud um <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna pick Red Notice. Uh, Red, Red Notice, Notice, I like it. Is I like kind it. of the well, actually, with that oh, that's Netflix, with The Rock, right? Yeah, so that Netflix trailer that came out where they announced all the movies, it's the cast of Red Notice who's talking about it. Which the cast right away is three people I absolutely adore: The Rock, Ryan Reynolds, and Gal Gadot. You know, like so. I think, especially if we're talking in terms of like audience scores and stuff, I don't know for sure. Uh, but I feel like this is going to be the type of movie that at least draws a lot of people in. I think this is the type of movie that when people think of a Netflix film, this is what they're thinking of. Um, so Red Notice, the, the little synopsis for that is it's an Interpol agent, and they're tracking down the world's most, most wanted art thief. Um, so I think it's going to be a nice, fun film, a uh, nice action, you know, summary-type action, blockbuster-type film, quote-unquote blockbuster. Um, but I think it'll be fun. I think it's going to be a good cast, and it'll be interesting to see those three work together. I'm, I'm really excited to see... The Rock and Ryan Reynolds kind of like well, you know, they, going back and forth. If together. you if you remember in Hobbs and Shaw, they have a couple scenes together. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and Ryan Reynolds when he's in that film, I think he's like the most interesting part. His scene and Kevin Hart scenes were my favorite parts mm-hmm. of uh, Hobbs and Shaw uh, because they're funny. Um, and Jason Statham is not funny, <laughs> but. <laughs> um, I wanted to wait. Ask did he- you just say Jason Statham is not funny? No, I said Jason Statham is not. Yeah, funny. that's what I said. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> um, have you seen Spy? No, that's a fair point. Okay, I seen you Spy have yet. to seen you have to watch Spy. That movie is hilarious. That is easily Melissa McCarthy's funniest movie. Well, that's not hard to do. Um, but uh, I wanted right. to ask you about with Red Notice. Looking at the director, he's got a very weird slate. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ross and Marshall Thurber. I can't believe you picked this first pick. I was surprised you took this first. This is yeah. something I could see you taking last. And I think this, being okay. So we kind of talked about this before we came into this. Like, I'm not picking these based on like, oh, I'm trying to win this draft thing. Like, I'm honestly picking these based on the ones that I'm really excited about. You know, and but even with that being said, like going back to the the draft type thing again, I think simply because of these big three who are kind of the leading people of this cast, I think it's going to draw quite a bit of people to watch it, and I think it's going to be good enough to where people are going to enjoy it and score it pretty well. Yeah, but we have, it, to, we have to bring in the critics. Well, he can, he can do that on his other picks, though. I like to think of it as like if you're doing like a fantasy football draft, there's a guy on the board that you really like and you just want him on your team, even if he's the, not the right fit for your team. That's what you're doing You don't here. draft him first. You just yeah, want, like me, you just, picking a quarterback first yeah. round literally every time. Well, that's just your fault. Well, but I you, do the same thing. You're right. Yeah. I you win just, championships. No big deal. This, I've won championships, too. So, um, oh. if I'm reigning champ in my Dynasty Baseball League. Shouts to my friends all listening. I know hey, they great are. Great job. Yeah, they're yeah, listening. Sh- shout out. They are listening. <laughs> so... Um, I, but I think that's what this is. Like, this is just a movie that you were excited for. So if we were going to have, like, rosters, per se, you just wanted to have it on your roster. 
I get it. Um, but I want to say about the director, are you concerned at all with some of his recent work in terms of like this movie not being very good? Because I think Dodgeball is a really good underrated comedy, and that was his directorial debut when it comes Wait, to like... did you just say Dodgeball is underrated? I think it's underrated, yeah. I wouldn't say... Yeah, I, I, I agree. I wouldn't say underrated. Um, that movie I, I get what you're saying, like I think. The but... 2000 comedy canon, like that, that, that movie gets talked about all the time. I don't I don't necessarily think it gets talked about at the level of some of those other ones that came around that time. But like, what gets talked about more, Dodgeball or Anchorman? Anchorman does. Okay, but yeah, but there's a difference there. Like... But like dodgeball gets talked about a lot. Not I don't. I mean, not that's as just much my... as Anchorman because Anchorman is legendary. Just my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is my opinion. Um, well, you're right. I haven't seen the mystery of, of Pittsburgh, but then these next three is where I was a little less intrigued. So we're the Millers, Central Intelligence, Skyscraper. See, they. I, I think this is a bad pick. I think Joel, you're gonna look back at this and go, "Wow." I can't believe I threw fantasy Netflix in the first round. You're, you're right. You're right. No, see, I, this is where I probably differ from you guys. Like M. Night Shyamalan or something, right? You're going to have a lot of crappy movies in a row, but you can also come right back with a good one. And it's just the same thing as, as a great director. You can have hit after hit after hit after hit, and then you come in with one of the worst movies anyone's ever seen. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I I don't look at this and think like, oh man, these are his last three films. Yeah, this isn't going to be great. No, I'm looking at it saying like, hey, this seems like a fun concept with a cast that seems like they're going to have some pretty solid chemistry. I think this is going to be fun and enjoyable. No, that's a fair point. I just thought it would be need to bring it up. I feel like this director. film perfectly encapsulates like Joel, like something Joel wants. To yeah, exactly. I, I totally do. Yeah. Um. All right. So Cameron, you're up next, and you have back to back picks. So what's your first one? Oh, I do have back-to-back picks. Ooh. Jeez. I, ooh, man. All right, I think I'm trying to figure out what you guys won't pick. All right, so Ryan went with the obvious first pick, and I'm, I'm going to be honest, I don't know how that movie, Don't Look Up, is going to perform with critics. or I, I, I honestly feel like it's a movie that's going to do better with critics than it does with audiences. I can uh, see that. Because that's how big short was um and vice i honestly don't know because after i saw that movie i was just like done you with just it blocked it out of your mind yeah um i'm gonna go with one which i think is going to perform very well with critics i don't know how it's gonna do with the audience but i'm gonna choose blonde oh okay, okay. yeah yeah oh, okay i'm sad i choose this i chose this now because it seems like you guys were like oh no this is really that. intriguing yeah, yeah. Uh, um, cameron there, cameron there's 70 of these yeah, it might take yeah. me a second to remember well, which one you're so, specifically talking about so blonde is a fictionalized chronicle of the inner life of marilyn monroe and we've had a few uh, i think the most recent one was my weekend with uh marilyn um yeah that one had um i forget who's directed by uh, but it had Army Hammer and who was the other guy who was in it? Um, I'm trying to remember. Anyway, who played Marilyn Monroe? Was it um, what was the movie called? My Weekend with Marilyn. Yeah, I think it was. Um, I'll look it up. What's her name? The she's in Williams, right? Michelle Williams, I think, played Marilyn Monroe. Yes, am yeah, I correct? You're right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so this is uh, Ana de Armas. I, I'm sorry, uh, who is playing Marilyn Monroe in this one. And the director is Andrew Dominic. Now, the reason why I this one stood out to me is um, he directed Chopper, which I haven't seen. But the assassination of Jesse James by coward Robert Ford and killing them softly are two 
very very fantastic movies that yeah. have been that have been critically acclaimed like they they're very critically acclaimed movie killing them softly audiences hate it i'm not sure if you guys know this killing them softly is one of like 10 movies with an f on cinema score oh wow i didn't why audiences hate but it's reviewed i think it had like an 80 something on metacritic um why do you think i haven't seen it um just out of your opinion why do you think that is it's very slow very slow. oh so the pace is slow yeah um yeah masterful direction masterful cinematography very slow movie um but i'm excited for blonde because i i don't know if you guys remember that they were filming at warner brothers while we were there yeah i do remember that. Oh, i saw yeah, some of the cars yeah. and everything yeah, it's, yeah it looks super cool they filmed that in mink around the same time mm-hmm. um mm. but yeah i think this movie is going to do very well and i think we can expect to see it come around oscar season for my next pick uh, just one quick thing oh, yeah. I wanted to ask you in regards yeah. to this one. Do you think that this cat – what do you think of the cast? Because we only have three names so far. You mentioned Ana de Armas. Then yeah. The only other cast members we have now are Bobby Cannavale and Adrian Brody. Do you think that there's enough like pull with that cast to bring in uh, good uh, audiences? Uh, I know you said you don't know if the audience will come in for this one. Do you think it's enough to at least garner some attention? I do f- – I don't know if this is going to have the audience pull, if I'm being honest with you. Right. Um, Ana de Armas is – I don't well, – I don't know – sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, Joel, no, but I don't know what her – I know she's very popular on Reddit, and I know she's very popular within, like, uh, like film bros and everything, but I don't know if she has – like, if she actually has star power, you know? Uh, it's something I, I, like, think about She She was this. really good in Knives Out. Just want to throw that out. Yeah, I, I, I mean, what I mean, star. I mean, draw. I don't mean star yeah. power. I think she's very talented. Mean. But yeah. yeah, I get you. She was very good in that one scene where uh, there was a cardboard cutout of her being thrown out of Ben Affleck's house. Do you guys remember that? That, <laughs> that just not... happened like a week ago. Yeah, um, that was that wasn't a movie. <laughs> oh, that was real life. That was real life. <laughs> Sorry, I th- that's just something you'd think you'd see in a movie. Um, no, what I was thinking with this whole Netflix thing too is like, there's kind of like that Netflix effect, you know, where something like mainly with their shows you know this is going to be a big year for them film wise but like especially with their tv shows you're going to have these film or these tv shows and films come out where they maybe don't have this huge cast that are just full of big names that you know of yeah but enough people see it and think wow this was really good and just tell a bunch of other people and because it's on netflix and so many people have netflix and it's just easily accessible you know you're not having to go to a theater to watch it and pay it's right there as long as it does well enough to where enough people watch it and like it, like it's gonna get around, you know? And I think that goes for really all of these films, which I'm really excited to see how this goes for them this year, you know, releasing a minimum of one new film a week. It's crazy. There's going to be a lot of potential for them to do really big stuff this year. Do you think there's somebody that saw this, that they were doing one a week and was like, I'm going to watch every single one. Oh, I'm sure. I, he's actually on this podcast, uh, Cameron. <laughs> you know, I, I will. I, you know, here's the thing: is I am very, very, very much one to support new filmmakers. Yes, uh, there's, a, there's a lot there's of first, a lot of, new lot of first-time directors. Here, yeah. A lot know, of first-time. I think this is one of the things that's so exciting about streaming services doing this kind of thing, mm-hmm. uh, and that's that they enable. They have these massive, you know, Netflix makes so much money and they can just put out, you know, a couple million dollars here and there to fund these smaller projects. 
And as we see, even with the smaller f- movies with first time directors, they're getting big people in their cast. And so yeah. you have these directors who, if they ever have the chance to make a fantastic debut movie, it's with this. And so I, I really like seeing that. And so I'm going like, it's not like I have anything else to do during the middle of a pandemic. Right. Uh, you know, worst comes to worst, it's a bad movie, and I I wasted two hours, but I waste more time watching this, you know, watching movies for this podcast. So, <laughs> yeah, no, that was that's something I noted while I was like looking through all this and kind of researching about this is that's one of the things that's so exciting about Netflix and not just Netflix, all these streaming services, uh, but you know, we just see it a lot more with Netflix is that they're mm-hmm. willing to take these risks, you know, because it's like you have a constant, uh, you know, subscriber base. It's you're you're not gonna like lose a bunch of subscribers because of one bad movie, you know, unless it's just like something like crazy out there, like gives people a reason to like unsubscribe or something. But people are either going to watch it or they're not. And if they didn't like it, it's like, okay, well, I'm just never going to watch that again. Yeah. You know, so it's like they're still going to have this constant money flow coming in from all these subscribers and they're just gaining more subscribers as it, as the years keep going. It's, I was just saying, it's funny that you mentioned that they're not going to lose subscribers based off of releasing a movie when there was that whole outrage about cuties. Oh, yeah, but so, that, was be, yeah. That, was, that was just because people didn't understand, you know. And yeah, people are dumb. Do, People people don't do their own research. They see something and they just believe it. Did either Speak- did either you guys watch that movie? No, I did not, no. Oh, okay, it, it was good. Speaking of dumb, Cameron, what's your next pick gonna be? Oof. <laughs> <laughs> I so I I was actually going back and forth here. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with Beauty as my second okay. one. Okay. Actually. Okay. Uh, this is another one. I don't know how well it will do with audiences. Um, the cast itself is not very, I, I mean, if you like Breaking Bad, you know, Giancarlo Esposito is in it. Um, Esposito. And, and I don't know the director. I don't know the cast, but this little clip of it in the Netflix, like, um, trailer where they're showing all the movies, just like the, the one clip of it i was just like damn that looks really well shot um and you know the the plot so beauty the plot is a gifted young black woman struggles to maintain her voice and identity after she's offered a lucrative recording contract i mean i mean it's it's uh you know it's topical it looks gorgeously shot um i think it might do pretty well i know like i said i think this isn't one that's going to be you know on the top 10 of Netflix, you know how they have that list now. I don't yeah. think it's going to show up, but um, it's definitely one I think might, you know, will, pre- will perform well with critics. Now, this is an interesting choice because this is a very unknown group of people. Like you, the director, yeah. Andrew Dosunmu. Um, yeah, I'm looking at Yeah. <laughs> he's done some films with the, uh, I'm going to say this name wrong, uh, but Denai Guarneri, um, the one from Walking Dead and then Okoye in the Black Oh, Panther very, films. very talented. Yeah. Yeah. She kind of leads her, his first two films, Restless City and Mother of George. She was in those. Gotcha. Um, kind of when she was first coming up, and then I don't know a lot about this. Where is Kira? See, film? and I'm I'm looking I'm looking at his I'm looking at his background right now, and it looks like like he um, whereas Kyra had a 72 on Metacritic, had a five on IMDb. Mother yeah. of George had mm. a 77, had a six on IMDb. Restless City um had a five, had a fi- okay. So there you go. That one had a 59. Uh, on I, on Metacritic had a five on uh, IMDb, so it does seem like this is one where critics appreciate his work a lot more than you know audiences do. 
Um, no, I like it. It's a risky pick um, because it's unknown director and the two lead, the not the two leads. We don't know who the leads are, but two of the like higher end cast members are Giancarlo Esposito and Sharon Stone. Um, so it's that's a really interesting choice, actually. Um, I mean, I'm looking forward to. I mean, it, it looks it looks cool. Yeah, I, I'm looking at the cast. I don't see anyone other than you know um other than gus you know um i don't see anyone i know but again this is another thing this director he looks like he's mainly done um smaller it looks like he focuses on like african culture and his you know in his movies and this is awesome he's getting a a big budget movie through netflix he's getting a cool platform to tell his stories Mm -hmm. yeah it'll be good um cool joel you're up next all right, so my next pick, I am going to go with Concrete Cowboy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes, Good. Cameron. Oh, go man. ahead. Go no, ahead, Cameron. No, I, 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 I like that you're picking these movies. It's going to make it a lot easier for me to win. <laughs> I just, again, I, I honestly like. I'm not picking movies to to win here. These are movies that I'm I'm excited to see. All right, we're gonna that pick thousand dollars is going to be mine. <laughs> yeah. um yeah something about concrete cowboy when i when i i had heard about it actually before netflix kind of announced their whole like movie a week thing and then you know with the trailer and stuff and i don't know something about it it, it's a teenager discovers the world of urban horseback riding when he moves in with his estranged father in north philadelphia i i'm a very big western person which uh i'm sure comes up all the time uh in, in conversation but i love westerns i know this isn't a western but you know with the that horseback riding and stuff like that uh something about that story it just seems interesting to me and I'm, I'm very curious to see what they do with it um we don't really have much uh on this director ricky staub um it looks like he also his, had yeah uh, i think it's his first feature I'm yeah i sure. think he, he he had directed a short um i don't remember <laughs> what it's called but uh but idris elba's in it uh lorraine Toussaint, method man and caleb mclaughlin um, but yeah, again, it's just one of those ones that's like when I started hearing about this, it kind of grabbed my attention. Like, oh, this seems like it's going to be something interesting. Seems a little bit different, you know, a little bit out there. And I'm very curious to see how that goes. I thought you would have went with the other Idris Elba film. It already has oh, just wait for that. reviews, actually. Mm. Does it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Okay. Very interesting. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think this is one of the ones that people knew more about before we saw this trailer because i had heard of concrete cowboy Mm -hmm. before we saw all of that so it's one that already has some buzz on it which could be helpful it looks like it's been released internationally but not in netflix it hasn't been or sorry it hasn't been distributed in the u.s and that's netflix Mm -hmm. is doing distribution oh okay that makes sense um okay all right so i'm up next i've got two so my next one is going to be the guilty um oh interesting this is antoine fuqua's next film uh if you're familiar with antoine fuqua some of the very well-known films he's done training day which is one of my favorites um brooklyn's finest he did the magnificent seven which was a fun film the equalizer series is him so some good stuff thrown at replacement killers another good one i really like this cast that he's put together it's jake gyllenhaal bill burr ethan hawk Riley Keough, Paul Dano, and Peter Sarsgaard. Those are like the big names that we have coming in with that one. Um, the synopsis we have for that is a demoted police officer assigned to a call dispatch desk is conflicted when he receives an emergency phone call from a kidnapped woman. So just this just has the vibes of a classic Fuqua action film. Um, 
if it's anything, it's probably it may not be to the level of like a training day was, but if your lead in this is Jake Gyllenhaal, that dude brings it in every performance, and I don't think that the guilty would be any different with that. Mm-hmm. I I was actually surprised that I was able to pick this one up coming back around. Yeah, I I, I just didn't pick it up because I think I think this director is good at making okay movies yeah i I don't i don't think he's the highest i don't think his critic rating is going to be very high on this one it might be in like the 60s or 70s i think the audience score could really push this one though because people really like these other films i agree with you there yeah that's why i picked it Mm -hmm. so if it sneaks if it if i get lucky and it sneaks into like the 70s for the critic score i think we're looking at maybe 80s or if if it goes really well 90s just with the cast coming in on the uh audience score so that's the reason that i really went for and i'm actually looking forward to it i think it's going to be fun yeah this was one of the ones that i i kind of had noted down because it it a lot of things about this are are pointing in a very good direction like you said with jake gyllenhaal like you could you could say oh this the next my little pony movie is starting jake gyllenhaal and i'm gonna go see it you know like jake gyllenhaal is constantly bringing it the dude is just insane easily one of the best actors in the business right now and it's it's great to see you know everything he does i agree i think so was that your second pick or your first one that was my second one i got another one uh coming up and i oh, think okay, yeah. i think Ooh, this is tough this is really tough there's two that i'm looking at Uh-oh. right here uh-oh um, there's one that there's one that i i like the cast more um but the director's kind of throwing me off a little bit and then there's another one where the director's got a better track record and i think i'm gonna go with that one okay Okay. yeah yeah so i for my next pick i am gonna go with the power of the dog um did i did i snipe that one from you no i it's very (laughs) interesting none of you guys have picked any of (laughs) them None of you guys have picked any movies that I was going to pick, other than Don't Look Up, but that was obvious. Uh, yeah, it's almost like we pick. have different viewpoints. We should do a podcast about that. We should do a podcast. Oh, this has got this. Thomas and McKenzie in it? Yeah, so this cast... I like her. I think this cast is really great. Um, so I'm assuming... Uh, the, so the what we have here is a pair of brothers who own a large ranch in Montana are pitted against each other when one of them gets married. I'm assuming that... The brothers are played by Benedict Cumberbatch and Jesse Plemons. I don't know if that's for sure. I'm assuming that based yeah, I'm on assuming the cast it's list. not Kirsten Dunst. Well, no, I'm assuming she's <laughs> going to play the woman that one of them gets married to. Gotcha. Um, and I didn't. I wouldn't have picked this one without doing some research on the director, uh, Jane Campion. Yeah, she's she's solid. This is yeah, a pick. this is I a was pick. like that movie. I completely forgot that she was the director for the piano, which if people don't remember that, one, that's the one that in uh, 93 that Holly Hunter won for supporting actress. And then Anna Paquin, I don't even remember how old she was. She was one. very young. Yeah. This is, a yeah, one. she, she won for supporting actress. I saw that and I was like, okay. Like, and then she hasn't made a feature film since 2009 with bright star. Her last three movies. I've never even really heard of them. Holy smoke in the cut and bright star. But that just, with this powerhouse of a cast, I think that there's something to be said here on the critic side. It goes so, to show be- that she hasn't made a movie in 12 years, and now she comes back and Netflix is like, hey, make a movie. She's like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think what works in my favor with this one is that with The Guilty, 
if I'm picking one that maybe the audiences will like more, I think The Power of Dog is one that maybe will be high on the critics list if the audiences don't necessarily I can 100% love it. see that. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm ready to go uh, on to the next one. Joel, you've got the pick. Uh, question, how many are we picking? Did we decide on that? I think we decided four. on four. Four, four and total. then four, and then we're going to pick the one that we think is going to be the worst one. Are you ready for this one, Cameron? Because you're going to hate this one. So, yeah. <laughs> no, sorry. I was I was pulling up my notes here. Um, okay, so my next pick, and I actually can't believe I'm picking this. Uh, I'm gonna pick Thunder Force. Oh and wow! Now, wow. I the reason I say I can't believe this is, I like Melissa McCarthy. Okay. Oh boy, this but movie, she oh, gets I, I, completely typecast in the worst way. That's true. When we see her in like serious roles, or like if you look back at like when she was on Mike and Molly, she's such a fantastic actress, and she's I good. feel like that she shows gets, good. Yeah, that I feel, good. and I feel like her like her talents get wasted, and obviously like she's signing on to these <sighs> roles, of course. You know what I mean? Um, but when I watch the trailer, and there's like she's like saying whatever like oh i love any movie where i get to throw things and then like cuts to that clip and she's like throwing a car or whatever i was like this actually looked like it's gonna be pretty fun and she's like side by side with octavia spencer uh so thunder force it's in a world where super villains are commonplace two estranged childhood best friends reunite after one devises a treatment that gives them powers to protect their city so it's gonna be a superhero film uh, but probably not the superheroes that you would expect to see on screen. Directed by Ben Falcone. Uh, does he say Falcone or does he say Falcone? How does he who, say it? I, who, who cares? This movie I, suck. Okay, so I so okay, so I, Ryan, if you were not going to do this, I and this this if this is okay, I'm going to say this right now. Yeah, do it. Okay, can we? Were you planning on picking this for your worst movie? Oh, I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Cameron's gonna say. Oh, the because was this is. I had this written down as when we chose the worst movie. This is the one I had written down. I have another one in mind already. Okay, but I. I, I can think... I just say right now? I, can I already choose? Because are, am no, I allowed yeah, to choose it. something? I, that has oh, been that's chosen a good, oh, that's for... a good question. I didn't think of that. I didn't think that would happen. So I didn't think. That I didn't part either through. because I thought that most Let's, people. On I tell this you podcast what. Had a brain. Oh my yeah, god! Why not? Some people I, in this podcast like to watch movies because they're entertaining and they don't nitpick Joel, things. Joel, you just chose. Let Let me make this clear for our podcast. Yeah, listeners. go for it. Go for it. Let's do Joel it. Joel just cho- and I want to make. I like Melissa McCarthy. I think I think she is wonderful. We were talking about this before, or it might have mm-hmm. been on the podcast. Spy is hilarious. When you give Melissa McCarthy content, she's really good at it. What I mean, Sean Spicer on SNL is the funniest thing I have seen on SNL in a very long time. Uh, and I like SNL. A lot of people shit on SNL. I like SNL. Joel just chose a movie where the director, his most recent movies are Tammy, The Boss, Life of the Party, and Super Intelligence. I mean, yeah, come but on, Joel. Who cares? Who cares what is? I already made this point earlier, so actually, you might want to check your 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 headset because maybe you're just not hearing me correctly. Uh, but people can come out with a bunch of crappy movies in a row and then have a good one. Okay, you know? but or it's not going to happen also... with Thunder Force. Okay, maybe not. Maybe not. But when I have that thousand dollars, I'll make sure I buy. Buy you a poster oh, for please. the movie, okay? I, I I'll, I'll do will. double or nothing because you chose this movie. Sure, whatever. I I don't care. I really <laughs> don't bring care. Your average. I would be surprised if this movie has over twenty percent on Rotten Tomatoes for critic score. <laughs> I can't wait for this to do so good. No, it's I not going wait. to. I, actually, you're right. Actually, I forgot because Cameron. Got by the way, guys. I don't know if we ever told you guys this. Cameron actually 
out of all three of us here, um, he's the only one who's actually always correct. He's 100% correct 100% of the time. Um, he has the most solid and the most correct opinions about films, filmmaking, and everything, um, uh, as opposed to the other two of us here you on the show. You don't have to tell so. them that. They've listened to the podcast. Uh, you're right. At this point, they probably already they know. They know. Um, so if you're ever wondering what movies you want to see, if it's worth seeing, if it should have even been, ever been Wait, made, um, studio executives, if you want to get on the phone with Joel, Cameron, stop. he can tell you what movies stop. to make. Um, but my my third pick here, it's going to be Thunder Force. That's what I'm going to go with, folks. Uh, expect 100% saw... on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, expect a, a 100% critic score. I just saw this movie has Jason Bateman in it. I didn't see that. I, I, I take back everything I said. Isn't no, it's no, no, too late. <laughs> is it? No. No, I, I don't. I, I, I This movie looks awful. Can I, is it Jason Bateman? What? Can I interject with something here real quick to calm yeah. you guys down before we move on? <laughs> I think that this premise is interesting, and I think this cast is good. Uh, Jason Bateman, Melissa McCarthy, and Octavia Spencer. Also, uh, Plom, uh, Palm Clementif, Bobby Cannavale, and Melissa Leo. Those are all really talented actors. The the real issue with this one is Ben Falcone's who's right. I wonder who's writing it. That probably plays a big... He usually is involved he, in the writing process on this I'm going to look usually. this up because if he's writing it, Joel, I'm sorry. You've... Mm. This man just wants to cast his wife in things. Can you not let him? Like, Wait, uh, what's his uh, wife? Uh, 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 Melissa McCarthy. Oh. It's written by Ben Falcone, so it's probably yeah. going to score 100. So I, I'll be honest. These four films that he's directed, Tammy, The Boss, Life of the Party, and Super Intelligence... You could tell oh, me that all four of these movies could show up in our main feed, and I wouldn't have been surprised. Those are all movies that I have not seen because they look absolutely terrible. He exactly. has not written a good movie. I'm, yeah. I'm looking at it. He's been in good movies. He has not written a good movie. But again, that's just that's just my angle on things, and the way I see things is, yeah, he's made nothing but what I would look at and say, like, this looks like crap. But then I see this, and I'm like, hey, this looks like I might actually enjoy this. This is something that I might actually have a lot of You're fun wrong. watching. You're wrong. Yeah, you're, you're, you're wrong. It's okay, fine, it's though. my picks now. Let's go. Well, <laughs> I, I'm teasing. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm no. Cameron, and I'm going to pick the most boring movies in the world. Uh, I really like how topical this film is um, and the cast. I mean, it, it doesn't have Zendaya, but I guess it's a little bit all right. We can all get right. over that fact. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, Cam- Cameron, you go back to back with these again. Um, I mean, okay, so here we go. Um, This one, I was surprised no one picked it. I mean, kind of. I'm really happy I get to pick it just because it seems like a movie I'm really going to enjoy personally. Do you guys have an idea of what movie I'm picking? No. Mm. I would have thought it was Malcolm and Marie, but now that yeah, we I know. Say, no, I'm not going to pick Malcolm and Marie. Um, I Sam Levinson is not a good film director. He's a good he's good with television. He can't tell a story in film. Just like in Assassination Nation, it was terrible. That's good um, okay. Tick, tick, boom. I was going to say. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tick, tick, oh I like that one. I Now, this will be very interesting because the director is Lin-Manuel Miranda. Hasn't yet to direct a movie before, mm. uh, obviously. Uh, he didn't direct um, He didn't direct uh, Hamilton. You know, obviously no. he played a big creative role in it. You know, he wrote it. Uh, did he, the music he was, for yeah, it. he was the creator. He was yeah. Hamilton. You know, look, yeah. yeah, I mean, I like literally movie. and figuratively, he was the show and he was Hamilton in the show. It'll be very interesting to see how he translates to film because we've had this conversation with the greatest showman. Directing a musical, a movie musical, is a very hard thing to do. Yeah. And being from theater, I have the hope for since he's from you know the Broadway. I have the hope that he understands what makes a good movie mm-hmm. musical. 
but I also am scared that he's going to try and over-direct because it's his first time and try to get a little too stylized with it, right? That's my worry. Um, but as far as music goes, I mean, it's going to be insane. And look at look at the cast. I mean, Vanessa Hudgens in it, Bradley Whitfield, uh, Whitford, uh, Andrew Garfield. Oh, yeah, I love Andrew Garfield. Uh, Alexandra Ship, I don't know who that is. Jordan Fisher, I know who that is. Uh, Alexandra Ship, um, she was the girl in Love Simon. Um, yeah, she was in that. And then she plays Storm in the new X Men movies that are oh. dead now. Um, <laughs> Alexandra, okay. I want to, since you brought up the cast, this is what my bit. I, I had this on my list. I was considering it for my last pick. Um, well, too bad. It's mine. I don't, I, my biggest concern, though, is with this cast. I think on this cast, Andrew Garfield is the only, like, great actor in it bradley whitford is a really good jordan actor F- jordan fisher is a good actor he's okay i guess i remember he he plays a character into that in that uh ps4 game until dawn uh did you guys ever play that no where it's no. like it's like a choose your own adventure horror game yeah it's really fun we didn't do we didn't do i didn't do the synopsis for this so um uh, so the synopsis of Tick, Tick, Boom is the story of John, an, inspire, an aspiring theater composer who is waiting tables in New York while writing sub- Superbia. Is that super? Is superbia. Superbia. That's not how. Oh. Oh, like superb. Or it's like suburbia, but superbia, I think. Oh, I think. okay. It's, Superbia. Okay, I can't read superbia because I was thinking suburbia. You know, okay, superbia, which he hopes will be the next great American musical and finally give him his big break. I have a feeling this is kind of like a um a real uh, like a like a story based on yeah probably um you know like a biopic that's you know like and just and looking at how at the scenes that they had in the Netflix thing um. Those scenes seemed really like just those shots seemed really cool, which is why I'm excited for it. Um, and I yeah. think it's going to do really well. I think it's going to play well with critics. I think it's going to play well with audiences um, because right. audiences love Manuel's uh, music. So that's true. Yeah, he's got he's got a lot of draw, but he I, I don't know if this is right. I don't think he's in it. I don't think he's starring in it because I, I didn't see him on the cast list. That's when true. I was looking. Uh, that's true. But that's all right. No, do you? Because, I was gonna, I was, gonna, I was gonna ask like before you answer. I mean, you're probably gonna answer anyway. But do you think that him not being in it, if he was in it, it would perform better? I would think. So do you think him not being in it? I'm gonna say something being... controversial. Okay. I don't think he is very good at acting or singing. If I like, I like that's. He was easily the worst singer in Hamilton. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's 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 blatant that he has musical talent and he's a good he's a great composer mm-hmm. yeah yeah and i uh, i mean obviously he's a better singer you know i'm not saying like oh he, but watching hamilton you, did you guys all see hamilton yeah not yet i haven't seen it yet i've seen Wait, i haven't how seen have I have, you not seen hamilton i watched I, the netflix thing i didn't it, see it, it yeah I, yeah it's so long i just haven't gotten around okay. to it yet well jo- i mean joel you, you can attest to this mm-hmm. he, he vocally he was just s- destroyed by everyone else on oh, the yeah. stage yeah, yeah, hamilton, yeah for sure you know um so i i don't think anything is lost there uh so i actually think this movie might be a little bit better that he's directing it and not actually in it himself um with that though let's go into my next pick let's oh let us oh i got two here well you only get one so well, we, can we not do five no <laughs> well you wouldn't get to pick again after that anyway so well i know but i know the other one i'm thinking of won't get picked you don't know that Oh, I do. Trust me. 
You don't know what I, I'm picking good ones. I don't know what you're talking All about. All right. So. <sighs> Me too. Don't don't get him started again. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go A Winter's Tale from Sean the Sheep. Great pick, Cameron. I'm not like literally. That's what I was gonna pick. Was are you serious? It was between yes. that and another one. I, I completely no I no yes. joke because the Shaun the Sheep movies get reviewed really well. Okay, okay, I want to give you a caveat before you pick this. If it'll change your mind, it's only like a short. It's only like twenty something minutes. Oh really? Yes. So if you I, if I you want to if you want to Less change for people to hate if you want to change because okay, of that yeah, I will I'll, I'll I'll let you do it. I'll were you really it. were you really gonna pick that? Yes, one hundred percent. Because did wow. you see Shaun the Sheep when it was released in theaters? I did. It was so good. It was pretty good. Yeah. I was so excited because I liked the Shaun the Sheep. I remember those shorts growing up. Okay, I didn't know this was funny. Okay, uh, with the that sh- then, the, the the Shaun the Sheep like too fast too furious. Sh- yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> um, with that then we're gonna go with my fourth pick is gonna be Monster. Okay, I thought about this one. Yeah, so Monster is about a smart, likable 14-year-old film student from Harlem sees his world turned upside down when he's charged with murder. We follow his dramatic journey through a complex legal battle. This has got John David Washington in it, Jeffrey Wright, Tim Blake Nelson, Jennifer Hudson in it. I don't know the other two people, but... Kelvin Harrison Jr., Jennifer Ellie. All right. The plot, the synopsis sounds great. The cast is great. The reason why I held this one off to the final pick was the director, Anthony Mandler. And if we look up Anthony Mandler, well, you see, he hasn't really done much. He is a music video director. His first movie, oh, Monster came out in 2018. That's what I was going to touch on. Oh. Um, it was nominated for the Grand Jury Prize at Sundance in 2018. I did not know this. Yeah. So okay. it, it's just it just didn't have a platform to release on yet. Interesting. Um are you concerned that this is a first-time director, or do you think a cast this well, good I mean, doesn't matter? I mean, I'm looking at the IMDb and it has a 5, so I'm a little sad about that now. I couldn't but. find it. Like I said, I couldn't find it on Rotten Tomatoes, but Yeah. Um those I don't use IMDb's rating as a good rating system. I don't think. Um, oh, I was gonna say like whatever their scores would be now. I wouldn't be surprised if there was a bump once this actually came out for like mm-hmm. everyone to see. So I wouldn't even be that concerned about it. unless if the score was like a three, then yeah, you'd have to be worried. But um, I still think I this was definitely on my Joel. Did you were you looking oh, at this one? It's also known as All Rise. I was kind of considering it. All Rise. Um, yeah. I don't think I would have ever picked it. Oh, that's what the, that was the name you said. All Rise. Um, but definitely it was something that I was kind of keeping my eye on. Isn't All Rise also like a TV show? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, no one saw that. Um. Okay, so Cameron, your final four. We have Blonde Beauty, Tick Tick Boom, and Monster. So that's right. Yeah. And I just found this movie on Rotten Tomatoes. No scores yet. So yet to be determined. Um, Joel, we're on to your fourth pick. Where are you going with this one? I'm going to pick a very Joel movie. I'm going to pick the harder they fall because I like Westerns. I actually had, I, I actually had that one down. Yeah, I wasn't I, sure uh, if I was going to take that one, but yeah, I, I love Westerns. So really anytime you could put a Western on the screen, I'm probably going to check it out in, in some facet. Um, Regina King, Idris Elba, Zazie Beetz, Lakeith Stanfield, Jonathan Majors. I think that's a really interesting that cast. That sounds 
dope. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it honestly sounds like it's going to be um, a lot of fun. I was checking out the director's work, though. They by, they Die by Dawn. I've never seen that. Have any of you guys seen uh, mm, that at all? I, I should have um, chosen this movie. Damn it. I'm not sure if They Die by Dawn was – let me see if it was a feature or not. Uh, it's 51 minutes. Um, but, yeah, I, it, it was another Western. Um, and, like I said, I, I just really have a thing for Westerns. I love Western films. Uh, and I think it's going to be interesting, especially with that cast. It's, it's a really solid cast, and I think they're going to do a great job. Regina King. Uh, oh, I, and I didn't. I also didn't read the the synopsis, but it's a man looks to exact revenge against the guy who murdered his parents. That's a good pick. That's the best one you have. Who? I don't know. I think Thunder Force probably, but mm, shut up. That's an itch. that cast is really good, man. That's a good pick. I was thinking about that one. I should have taken it before when I brought it up earlier. Is the other Idrisable one? I wish I chose that one instead yeah. of Monster, but you that's know a, what? That's a good Screw choice. Screw me. It's a really good choice. Um. Okay, I guess I'll. I'll I wonder what your last pick is, Ryan. I'm also wondering what that's going to (laughs) be. I may just go with the one I was thinking about before, but that director really concerns me. Um, Ben (laughs) Falcone. No, that one's already gone. Thankfully, is this cast good enough that it doesn't matter? Yeah, I think it is. Okay, yeah, I'm ready. Um, I for my last pick, the last pick in the first round. Or of the, Whoa. I guess this would be the fourth <laughs> round of the of the Netflix draft, Mister Irrelevant, essentially. Um, I'm gonna go with the woman in the window. Um, Ooh, that's yeah. rough. Is that why? Do you know something? Yeah. Why is what is is it bad already? Yeah, that movie didn't go to theaters because it was so bad. See, I'm really concerned about this one. Um, I'm gonna, rear, I'm gonna rear window revisited. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with it. There's no yeah. scores. There's no scores yet, so I'm gonna stick with it. And I was concerned about Joe Wright because some of his more recent work just isn't very good. Pan, he directed Pan in 2015. Pan is just outright a was terrible Darkest film. Hour the that was the one where Oldman the Gary Oldman was, movie. yeah where uh, he Winston Churchill it's interesting yeah I really I that, I will be interested. Okay, so here's the thing I heard about this movie. I heard this movie had massive reshoots because the initial cut was terrible. Oh, okay. That's that. When did this come out? This is. Did this release at, at it's been, festivals? It, it was supposed to come out like years ago. It kept oh. getting pushed back because one, they had to do reshoots, and two, no one wanted to distribute it. Right. Okay. So there's still a chance here with this one, then. And don't is, get me wrong. I want I I want this movie to be good. I love mm-hmm. Amy Adams. Yeah, that the reason the reason I didn't pick it last time when I was between the two when I went with uh, the Power of the Dog instead. This cast is awesome. I love this cast. Uh, Amy Adams, Anthony Mackie, Wyatt Russell, Gary Oldman, my personal favorite on here, Brian Tyree Henry, yeah, and uh, Julianne Julianne Moore. Great top six. Um, that's a nice starting five and your six man on your basketball roster. Um, but, uh, and then the synopsis we have is an, uh, agoraphobic woman living alone in New York begins spying on her new neighbors only to witness a disturbing act of violence. This one read to me like bird box. I think it's going to have a similar pull to bird box Mm. in regards to fans. I agree. I do think that this will be very popular. Yeah. I think with Amy Adams is a massive pull for people. It's going to be the that white girl horror movie yeah that's yeah. what yeah it's gonna be yeah it's gonna be i think there's gonna be enough there uh 
for it to work because Joe Wright, he's directed some really good stuff. Pride and Prejudice, Atonement, very well-known films. The Soloist is, I don't want to say controversial. It's just not one of my favorites. Wait, which one's The Soloist? It's the Adrian Brody one. Right? Is that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I believe so. Uh, I don't think so. That's. The, I think you're thinking of the pianist. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Which one is the soloist? Um, the soloist uh, is with Jamie Fox. Oh yeah, I remember that one now. Okay, yeah, yeah, that one. I didn't see that one. I he was did Hannah. Yeah, I didn't see. Have I you seen see. Hannah? Hannah is one of my favorite movies. Which one is Hannah again? Hannah. It has Saoirse Ronan in it mm-hmm. okay. from 2011. Uh, um, yeah. and I'm gonna have the... to see it now. Who's the bad guy? Is it Kate Blanchett? Yeah, I think it is. Oh, was it good? Did you like it? Yes. You said? Okay, I might it's check one that of out, my then. favorite movies. Didn't they, they made like, the, remake it recently. They made a TV great. show on Amazon at on on Amazon Studios, and it sucked because it didn't have like <laughs> Sir Sharonin. <laughs> well, yeah, but yes. the thing about Hannah that was so interesting is this movie was legitimately laugh out loud funny, but like in the most bizarre ways. Like it was very dark, dry humor. Mm-hmm. Um, some fantastic scenes. Um, the end of the movie is like it's this like. Um, I mean, it's it's this chase or whatever, um, where you know they're shooting at each other, and it's through like this abandoned carnival with like all these. It's so cool. Uh, you should check out Hannah. I think it's I very will. Very good. I I think I am gonna watch that now that yeah. you brought it up. The only movie of Joe Wright's that I don't like is Pan. It's just awful. Yeah. That's the one where he's they did the. Director. They did. Uh, yeah, he's a good director. I I have hope for this one. I think for a fourth round pick, I could do worse. Um, we'll see. Hopefully the rumors I've heard about it are not true. Yeah. I would love, I would love if that was the case. Cause I would like to win. <laughs> I would like to win this proverbial prize. We haven't settled on yet. Well, you didn't pick thunder force. So good luck. I, I couldn't, it was gone already. Um, cool. Before we, I, I don't know if you're done, but before we go into choosing the bad movies, can we talk about movies that are like our honorable mentions? Or yeah, I was, I, <laughs> was okay. also, I was also going to bring that up. But before we do that, let's throw a quick word to our sponsors. So Cameron, since you brought it up, why don't you go over some first? Oh, I, I was going to choose A Winter's Tale by Shaun of Sheep without knowing, you know, that it was a 20 Shaun minute movie or whatever. Uh, let's, I, I'm really interested in Night Teeth. Uh, a young chauffeur drives two beautiful women at different parties. They're not who they claim mm-hmm. to be, and he ends up in a fight for his life. Uh, Adam Randall is directing this. Uh, it's He directed ICU. I don't know what that is, but it's got Cindy Sweeney in it. Sydney. From, that's Sydney. what I said. I thought you said Cindy. You said Cindy. Oh, sorry. Sydney. Put Sweeney. Some, put some respect on her name. Um, for my Euphoria fans out there, you know Sydney Sweeney. Uh, Debbie Ryan is in this movie for my um, Sweet Life on Deck fans, you know. <laughs> um, so I, I, I'm excited. I am excited for that one. Okay. Joel, do you have one that maybe if you oh, if we were going another round? Oh, Cameron, if you want. That's not the one I would have picked for another round, by the way. Oh, let's, yeah. Let's, let's just no, do it that yeah, way. Yeah, if, yeah. You, if, you, if we were going another round, oh, what would you have picked? Stowaway. Okay, is that, that the was, that's gonna that's be the mine. An, oh, that's that the Anna Kendrick one. Yeah, I like that one. That would yeah. be mine. Yeah, um, Mystery Guitar Man, dude. That's that's awesome. I'm glad to see him being successful. You know, he uh, his last one, Arctic, that came out. I never. Oh, got to are see you talking it, about but... the fact that he's a Reddit user? No, he's a big time YouTuber. Well, he was. Mm-hmm. He was a big time YouTuber. Oh, oh, gotcha. Um, gotcha. Joe Pena. Um, I met him at uh, Cinegear one year, oh, and he's super him. cool. Yeah, nice. he's such a nice guy. 
um but like i said he i, I didn't see arctic but that one had mads mickelson in it and oh, the movie's great okay. yeah, yeah arctic, i heard it was arctic, really good it's i saw it in the theater it is incredible yeah it's, just, it's really good so he, um, he it's basically just him another character comes in later on but that mm-hmm. character does not have a big part so this is like a one-man journey of survival through the arctic glaciers i love and it that. is yeah. it is fantastic yeah i've been meaning to check that out uh, stowaway was very close on my list yeah um it was actually when i picked thunder force which cameron could be like Arr. it was between stowaway and thunder force i merely went with thunder force for the audience pool because i feel like off. it's go well, maybe <laughs> it uh, worked i feel like yeah it did i feel like thunder force like I said, it's a risky pick. Yeah, for sure. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna deny that. But I think there there is hope there that it's gonna do pretty well. Um, but Stowaway was very close on my list because, like I said, he he's starting to you know direct these films and he's clearly got the chops for it. And I think down the road he could be someone we we really need to be on the lookout for. I think Stowaway is the one that all of us would have picked if we were another round. Mm-hmm. I think I would have gone there too, and I would have had the next pick. So technically, I would have gotten it. Well, screw you. <laughs> you hate to see that. Um, so since you already talked about that one, I would like to bring up another one that needs a little bit of love. Um, that's going to be Born to be Murdered. Um, a vacation couple fall trapped to a violent conspiracy with tragic consequences. There's only four cast members that I recognize for this one, but it's a really good. It's another John David Wa- Washington oh. vehicle, uh, starring along is he with in him. Three of these movies. He is, yeah. Jesus. Um, he's in this with Alicia Vikander, um, Boyd Holbrook, and Vicky Kripes. If you don't know Vicky Kripes, you guys know. You guys have seen Phantom Thread, right? Yes. Oh, yeah, she's the female yeah. lead in Phantom Thread. I saw that she. I saw that she was in this, and I saw the other cast members. Like, this is probably going to be like. Like, like a good dramatic film. The only thing uh, deterring me from that one is uh, the director. I'm not familiar with any of his work. Uh, Ferdinando Cito, Philo Marino. He's done a lot of Italian stuff. Uh, Ferdinando Cito, Philo Marino. That's Beautiful. who that is. Thank you. Um, Great job. Uh, I think I have one more that I'd like to touch on as okay. well that I think could be interesting. Um, I think Kate could yes. be a film that's somewhat interesting. Um, so a female assassin has 24 hours to get vengeance on her murderer before she dies. Um, I don't think this is going to be oh, that's cool. a great film. Uh, the director is Cedric Nicholas T- uh, Troyan. The only directing credit he has to his name is The Huntsman Winter's War, which did anybody see great that one? Mo- no, <laughs> yeah, I didn't see that. Um, but it's Mary Elizabeth Winstead, uh, Michael Hoosman, who if you're not familiar with him, uh, Dario Naharis in Game of Thrones. That's who he is. Um, the second Dario Naharis in Game of Thrones. Um, the first one was Ed Screen. Um, and Woody Harrelson is in this. We saw a little bit of this in that trailer as well. So it looks fun. It looks interesting. Mm-hmm. It's like, it seems kind of sci fi from the shots that I saw. So I'd be intrigued. Um, do you guys have any other ones that caught your eye before we move on? Uh, no, I think that's. Uh, Escape from Spiderhead. Oh, um, yeah. That yeah. was good. So, oh, yeah. Joseph Kaczynski. Um, Tron Legacy. I don't like Tron Legacy. People to say that that's a good movie. I I, I, I just I, I I just watched it like a week or two ago, and uh, I, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Everyone's like, "Oh, I love the soundtrack. I love Tron." Okay, then listen to the soundtrack. Shut up about the movie. It sucks. <laughs> I think the movie's fun. I think um, the movie's great. 
obli- see like his movies are inter like oblivion like is cool like it's cool it's not like it's great uh only the brave that's the, that was the firefighter movie with uh yeah. miles teller teller which i never saw but you know because it's about firefighters and i don't really care wow um, it's about no it's how, not just about firefighters dare, it's about, about putting out fo- it's about putting out forest fires well i'm talking about movies i don't care about watching movies about firefighters i think like, that's based on a true story Sure, yeah, it's, okay. it was a it was a real hot shots team. Um, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Then Top Gun Maverick, which we obviously so I've, haven't seen. I've heard that that movie's not good. I've heard from early rumblings from people with screenings that that is okay. not a, that's not a good film. I hope it's great because I love. Well, Top I Gun. don't think this. I, I I don't say I'm looking forward to this movie because I think it looks good. But I mean, you would have you would have picked it if you did. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's got Chris Hemsworth, who's always fun. Uh, Journey Smollett, who uh, I don't know who that is, but Miles Teller, and oh, I so, like Miles Teller. So uh, Journey Smollett, um, in Birds of Prey, she's Black Canary. Oh, cool. Um, and she was just on that new HBO show, Lovecraft Country, Lovecraft with, Country. with Jonathan, oh, with her, her and Jonathan Majors are the leads on that show. That's right. Um, no, that's that's an interesting one too. Hemsworth just did a Netflix movie, I think. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, uh, extraction. Yeah, yeah. I heard like that movie. Most watched Netflix movie or something. Yeah, I heard. I heard it was good. Also, just like super gory, but like that still could work for some people. Um, okay, so there's plenty of others on this list. If folks, if you want to go see what other movies are on there, because there might be some that we mentioned that you may be interested that we didn't mention that you may be interested in. Go take a look and see what Netflix has coming over the year 2021. You should share this uh, sheet on the Instagram page because you put a lot of effort into this, and I think it's really good for – I think it would be really good for I, – I mean, I know if I was a listener, I'd want to look at this because it's got everything that's been announced and even things that haven't been announced. It has, like, untitled projects. It's it, There's a lot of good stuff on here. Yeah, we could we could find a way to share that. That would be – Joel's our Instagram guy. Yeah, He'd probably figure that. out how do to do it. that. I appreciate that though. Thank you. It yeah. was uh, it was a lot of work. Yeah, it was um, a great, great. It's a very good sheet. Yeah, very in depth. That's why I got. That's why I got the first pick because <laughs> <laughs> I put this thing together. Um, speaking of picks, it is my turn again, and this time, we, I we are going to take our turns in picking what we think will be the worst film here on Netflix out of this slate. Now, if you remember with the draft, the this one is a little different. Whoever has the lowest score, it's like golf rules. Whoever has the lowest score will get a bonus 100 points to their total. So probably whoever picks the lowest score is probably going to win. So this is a very important pick. Um, I have one that I'm going to go with, and I'm not. I'm a little worried about picking it just because it's a director that's done a lot of work but I, I just think that the premise is tired and not interesting. So for my choice, I'm going to go with Afterlife of the Party. So This was, yeah, this kind of had my interest a little bit. I'm curious to hear what you think. This is a social butterfly who dies during her birthday week is given a second chance to right her wrongs on Earth. <laughs> so, aww. Uh, so it's starring Victoria Justice. She was the only cast member that I knew out of the group. I don't think she's a very good actress. Um, I haven't seen like any of her Nickelodeon stuff she was in outside of Zoe 101. Well, you so, know it's bad when there's a show is named after her and she's not even the most famous one on the show. Well, yeah, because Ariana Grande was on exactly. Victorious with her, right? I look at this group of films. I think it's such – I think this is a director that started hot. 
and has just gotten worse over time. Um, oh yeah, this, Critters was a classic. Well, I mean, but like, it's none of these are like objectively great films, but some of them have a following. Bill and Ted's yeah. Excellent Adventure, very popular. The Mighty Ducks, I will go to war with for that film forever. I love The Mighty Ducks. Uh, D two is better, but yeah. um, I still stand by that. It's just it just gets weird after that. D three like, is the best though. That's wrong. I'm just I'm just joking. I've never seen any of the Mighty Ducks. It's a wrong opinion. That's a wrong opinion. Check out the new Mighty Ducks series on Disney Plus coming soon. Um, Not sponsored. No, no, not yet. Um, As I once I get ready to trash 101 Dalmatians, I'll definitely lock (laughs) in that sponsorship. That movie with the one with Glenn Close. Mm -hmm. It's it is not good. It's not good. It's not good. Um, I also didn't realize I didn't realize that it came out in 1996. I thought it was more recent than that because like. I was. Uh, I thought I was born. Yeah, we were very young. I thought I remember it coming out. Yeah, I. I also thought I did. This is just, and then like some of his movies at the end, like Man of the House, is that Tommy Lee Jones ones where he like babysits a bunch of cheerleaders. That one is weird. Um, the Uh-oh. Chaperone is a WWE Studios movie starring Triple H. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then the great Gilly Hopkins. Like, I don't even know what that is. It's just this is a director that's clearly trending in the wrong way and doesn't have that like one film that is objectively great with a cast that is led by someone who I don't think is a great actress. For that reason, Afterlife of the Party is going to be my pick for the worst of a worst of Netflix. Man, Ryan, you didn't say for that reason I'm out. <laughs> no, I'm probably going to end up watching it just so we can talk about it on the other on the other show. Yeah, uh, um, that was actually one I was I was possibly considering uh, for my pick. So for the for that's your pick choice, you pick for, for the worst. Okay, yeah, 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 I think that's a pretty solid choice. I mean, you. if it goes well, cool. I mean, we're always in for yeah, nice just to, yeah, like just that. to be just to be clear, and we should probably say this because we do a podcast about horrible films. <laughs> None of us ever want a movie to be bad. Right. I don't want any movies to be bad. I think if every movie was great, the world would be a better place. But unfortunately, most of them are not very good. So that gives us something to talk about. Um, so since I took Afterlife of the Party, Joel, where are you going with your worst? I don't really know. It's it's kind of hard. Joel's like, it's impossible for movies to be bad. I love them all. Yeah, they're all <laughs> really good movies. No, a lot of these, it's like, you know, we, of course, don't have too, too much information on it. Um yeah, so I mean, it's kind of tough for me to to make a choice. Um, I'm very curious, simply simply because it's a at least as far as I'm concerned, her directorial debut. Um, but Bruised Halle Berry's doing a movie. You're where really she's, putting, yeah. uh, huh? She's uh, she's uh, directing and starring in it. Um, and I believe, like I said, I believe it's her her directorial debut. Yeah, it, it is. Correct? It, it is. is. Yeah. yeah. Um, which again, I would hope, you know, and love that it comes out good. Uh, but I know some people, when it's their directorial debut and they're also starring in it, that sometimes causes a little bit of problems. Sometimes it's helpful for them. Um, but that's yeah, what, that's I mean, why again, I like that. No, that's a good example because, like, with Ben Affleck, when he switched over to directing, his first everybody thinks of like The Town or Argo for him, mm-hmm. but actually his first film was Gone Baby Gone, and he's not in it. It's a Casey Affleck film. Right. So it, right. I agree with you. Like a first time director, it may be better to not take on the load of also starring in it. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, simply for, for that reason, you know, and it being her directorial debut, you know, like I said, it, it could go really well. And, and I like Halle Berry. So, you know, maybe hopefully it will. 
um but with as little information as i have about it uh and just the the premise is just kind of so-so follows a former mma fighter struggling to regain custody of her son and restart her athletic career it could be good could be meh so um i'll go with that like i said i I, it was really hard for me looking through to kind of pick what i think might be the worst film um because there just weren't a lot to me that really was like oh this is going to be terrible cameron of course disagrees so cameron why don't, why don't you tell us yours? Hey, are you are you gonna stick with Thunder Force? You're gonna go somewhere oh, else. Oh, for for my for my worst movie. Oh yeah, Thunder Force <laughs> is the old is the only movie I look at this sheet and go, I know for a fact that movie is gonna be bad. I'm kind of rooting for it to be good now. <laughs> I kind of I, I kind of am. I mean, it's not going like it's it's fine. I I I can't believe Joel looked at Thunder Force and he looked at Bruised and he's like, yeah. I know for a fact Thunder Force is going to be the better movie. No, and that, and that's not what I'm saying at all. I, I'm not saying that it's going to be the better movie. But like I said, really, because you as, picked it, and you I did pick. Yeah, I did pick movie. it, and I picked Bruce because I really don't. Have, let me look at the rest of this list and pick a movie that I think is going to be a movie. I really can't look at this list right now and tell you a movie that I think is not going to be good. I just because, want. I just want just for clarification for some behind the scenes insight onto the podcast. When I told Joel and Cameron to decide who would go second, Cameron said, Joel, you can just go second. And I think that was because Cameron knew that Joel wasn't going to pick anything that Cameron wanted on his list. Yeah, I mean, if I, I'm being honest, no, I just wanted to be polite. You're just saying that because your parents listen. Yeah, I love you, Mom. Um, yeah, I, I mean, say, fuck it, it, this episode. You, 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 actually, this <laughs> is the second time you've said it. You, you just did <laughs> oh, it. Yeah. Sorry, I'm really fucking sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, like I said, I it, it's hard for me. You guys know the way I look at movies. It's hard for me to look at just a list without like seeing anything about these and stuff like that to really be able to say like, yeah, I think this is gonna be the worst one. Um, again, I'm not rooting against her, but just the way things are stacking up, this could be tough for Halle Berry. Again, I hope it's not, and I hope she she knocks it out of the park. But we've seen in the past situations like this that don't go very well, so you just got to wait I mean, and kind of see. You had Army of the Dead from Zack Snyder to choose. Oh, like, yeah, but again. Oh, it, I, 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 I'm looking forward to that one. You had Kate. That's a possibility. I know we talked about it. It's probably going to be terrible. There are a, you can say that about all of these, really. I mean, you could say that about we were looking forward to Malcolm and Marie thinking that it was going to be great. That's you a know, great and point. Now we're starting to see that things are coming out and it's not. Yeah, that's and that's point. loaded. That that should have been a great film. And look at what we're seeing. You know what I mean? So well, that's a really good point. Yeah, it's a really um, good point. <laughs> but, but yeah, I, like I said, I, I it's hard for me to pick. Um, so I, I'm just going to go with Bruce here. And it's just kind of a shot in the dark. I'm surprised. I'm not surprised that we didn't pick them, but. It's interesting that there's three major sequels coming out in this slate as well. Do you guys know the ones I'm talking about? Um, Kissing Booth 3, um, To Mm -hmm. All the Boys, Always and Forever. Kissing Booth 3 is probably really going to suck. But those have a following. Right, that's my point. And then The Princess Switch 3 is also announced. I mean, don't forget (laughs) Troll Hunters Rise of the Titans. There's some some tough stuff on here. Wasn't the first Troll Hunters actually kind of good, though? Yeah. Well, Troll Hunters is, I thought Troll Hunters was like a TV series, and they're just making a movie now. I have no idea. Oh, was um, it? Yeah, I think I, I don't really. Guillermo I thought it was a movie. Worked on it. You know what's another one? I th- I, I I nobody picked Bad Trip. The Eric Andre. Uh, oh that yeah, was I tough. think that that was really yeah. tough. You know that? Yeah. You, you know a funny story. So that movie, of course, was supposed to come out last year. Yeah. I don't know what happened. It was supposed to come out through Amazon Prime. You know what's funny is someone working at Amazon accidentally screwed up and put that 
put that movie out on Amazon Prime for free for like two hours. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. And so people actually watched it. Um, and like, yeah, they messed up and of course they pulled it back, but I'm really curious how that went from an Amazon exclusive to a Netflix exclusive. Uh, they probably said, Hey, thanks for screwing that up. It probably had to, to Netflix. Do, you know what? It probably was, a, uh, cause of violation of contract. Honestly, uh, that's probably why I just saw one going through the list as we're wrapping up. I just saw one that I, I think I should have picked for my worst. Um, yes day. You guys know about that one? Okay. You're gonna okay. So here's what I'm gonna say right now. I was actually looking at that one, and I'm gonna be honest, Ryan. I think you're gonna be very wrong about this movie because this guy, he made Youth and Revolt, uh-huh. Michael Sarah. Oh, it's good. It's a classic. Yeah, Cedar Rapids, Rapids, Cedar Rapids. <laughs> I mean, Ed Helms, classic Sundance comedy. Alexander in the terrible, horrible, no good, very bad Dale. This is a kids movie that is actually very good. Okay, Beatrice at Dinner, great movie. I haven't seen Duck Butter. I haven't seen Like a Boss, but I'm gonna go out and say you're gonna be wrong about this one. I hope so. I'm glad I didn't pick it, so I hope I hope I'm wrong. Um, all right. Before we go, wrapping up this episode, was there any other movie on here that you want to give one quick shout out, last words, before we run? Uh, yeah, I'd just like to give a big shout out. Uh, to Thunder Force, you know, I, I really like what you guys are, are going <laughs> oh for here. Um, I'm Wait, excited I didn't to even really say, do. I didn't even say that that was the one I picked for the worst movie. Like, yes, officially, you did. Yeah, you did. did I? Uh, yeah, he yeah, asked you. Did. I did oh, ask okay. you. Um, it'll be really exciting, you know, next year to see how many Academy Awards it brings in. Um, I think it's just going to be a great film. I think this movie, A Boy Called Christmas, could probably be really bad. I was thinking of picking that yeah. one. Uh, Monster yeah. City of Ember and Poltergeist but the remake. Last their Netflix has done pretty good with their Christmas films. Moxie though. could also I feel like Moxie, Amy Poehler's directing it. It could be a very it could be a good movie, could be a bad movie. The Wine only, Wine Country was a good time. It wasn't a great oh, movie, see, but it was a good time. I think you're wrong there. I think it was fun. Wine Country was I actually wa- I actually watched that with my mom when she was coming to visit out here and we gotcha, had a good time. Okay. So Um Yeah, I'm looking at I'm kinda looking at these other ones. I'll be interested. The White Tiger comes out. Oh, the White Tiger's already. Is the White Tiger already out? I thought it was this past weekend, or it's this coming weekend. Yeah, it two. says the twenty second. So, so I guess I need to watch that. I wonder what the. Yeah, it came out on Friday. Um, the Starling, um, direct. Uh, the Starling, Timothy Oliphant, Melissa McCarthy. It's mm. from the director of Hidden Figures, um, in Saint Vincent. So we'll see that, how that yeah. one goes. I thought that that was the one that I thought about as well. Um, um yeah. I, I like uh, the other one. I had Sweet Girl, the one with uh, Marissa Tomei, Jason Momoa, and gotcha. Isabella Merced. Yeah. Um, I think I that's that going to be one of the worst ones, if like uh, on the lower side, if I'm being honest. Then there's Munich uh, with George McKay and Jeremy Irons, um, which is a it's a World War II vehicle. Um, yeah, I think I think we covered just about George McKay and all the war movies. Yes, I mean 1917. I think is a great film. So. Um, don't say that in front of Cameron. Yeah, guys, okay. I think I think we covered I think we covered just about everything that yeah. we wanted to on this one. We hit I all mean, the big ones. Yeah, we Oh, and to... also um shout out to Pieces of Pieces of Women, uh the Vanessa Kirby, Shia LaBeouf film that's already out. Um I almost picked it because their scores are already pretty good. They're like seventy six critic and like eighty nine audience. So Well um Shia LaBeouf He's in some trouble. Yeah, we don't got to get into that. That's Army for another Hammer po- and Shia. That's for another the podcast. Men in the hour. Um, all right, so 
that'll do it for our Netflix draft. We'll post the results on our uh, Instagram after the episode comes out. And if you guys, when uh, when we post that, if you want to leave a comment looking at the list that we show as well, if you want to make your top four, what you would have picked, we'd love to see that too. Um, as always, you can find us on The Refund Pod. Well, get refund that? Pod. Damn it, I always get it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us at Refund Pod on your socials. And then check us out on all of your podcast formats as well. Um, Apple, Spotify, anywhere you find your podcasts. Thank you all so much for checking out this special edition episode of the I'd Like Refund podcast, and we will see you soon.